Good morning. Good morning. We are waking up with Ty Verdes on this lovely Monday. Ty, thanks for starting the week with us and gotta say, man, I love the bedhead. Yeah, my whole thing is bedhead. I yeah, did not like know I was this was gonna happen during quarantine. So I had like mustache this is my first time I ever had a mustache. This is my first time I ever had a goatee and I haven't got a haircut in like a year and a half. And then everyone's like, okay, you're gonna be on like articles now and stuff like that. And I thought I was gonna have such a nice fade. I thought I was gonna have everything trimmed up. Didn't work like that. So now you're pandemic, <laughs> you're professionally pandemic. I think we're doing this. We sure are. Just kicking it off with our first guest, you, me, Ty, and your fucking lot ass fridge. <laughs> Who is this? Who this are is, you? This is Ty Verdes. <laughs> and I'm having a great time. Are already. you? Yes. I'm having an absolutely great time. It took them an hour and a half to set up this little contraption that they call a podcast, but it's all right. We're getting it going. First of all, we should let's back it up back it up mm-hmm. how do we know each other oh okay this is a funny story and i will share it so one day i'm on tiktok and ty popped up on my timeline mm-hmm. it was a video of him singing his song drugs and just like anyone else that's heard that song i immediately went to spotify to find it and i jammed out to it for the whole fucking day but i wanted to know you so i went to instagram to see if i could connect with you and you could say i was pleasantly surprised when i went to slide into your DMs, I noticed Ty had slid into mine about 10 months earlier. You're right. You know, I was on the I was on the Instagram for you page, which is not as good as the TikTok for you page. Sorry. Sorry, Instagram. But yeah, I DM'd Ray and then now I'm here because she asked me to hang out one time and then yeah. I hung out with you guys and you were like, oh, we're starting a podcast. So I was like, let's do it. Exactly. And now you're here. Like, I don't know how else we would have met outside of social media. So that is the beauty of it. You know, it's hard to meet people, especially since we're like in a pandemic or whatever. Yeah, that's actually the first time you guys met in person was at my house in oh, yeah, West true. LA. Yeah, perfect. You, yeah, when we did karaoke. We did, yes. We I did have a karaoke, karaoke mic and I'm, we did karaoke in my living room for about four hours. And we got to hear your new music. Oh, yeah. And I got to hear you guys' beautiful voices. It was great. That's right. You guys are honestly karaoke pros. I don't have any, you know, like I don't even do karaoke like that. The first time I did karaoke for real was at your guys' place because you guys were so sending it. I was just like, ah, why not? These guys are already making a fool. We didn't really give you an option not to no, participate because yeah. it's like, yeah, we had a private <laughs> performance. It if anyone is ever going to do karaoke with you guys, all you guys do is shove the mic into someone's face until they can't not do it. Just like how we got you on this podcast. <laughs> Ray, why don't you take it away with this list of questions that I yes. spent, I slaved over curating that nobody looked at. I love <laughs> this for us. All right, Ty. Question number one. Let's say COVID finally fucks off and we get to do live shows again. Who is your dream to open for? Oh, man. Dream to open for? Probably like anyone that has a personality that I'm just like super into like Billie Eilish, Tyler, Tyler, the creator, Dominic Fike, all those people that are like really, you know, just have their own vibe going on. Also, I just want to be friends with them. You know, like I don't really want to go on tour with someone that I'm not friends with in general. So hopefully I can meet these people and be friends with them before you do that. So then you can like introduce me and then <laughs> we can all be a fun gang. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year. We have some like stuff slated for the end of the year, but I don't know if it's actually going to come to 
you know, fruition. Fruition? Fruition. 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 So you choose Billie Eilish. Tyler Creator, Dominic Fike. Those are like the main ones that I can think of that I listen to all the time and I just like really respect their music. What about the other way around? Who would you would invite to open for you? I have point? never you thought one, about you that. You have one pick. What about me? What? Have you heard me sing shallow? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to pick Ray. She's going to come out by herself with a karaoke mic and she's going to sing shallow. I think for um, openers, dang, that's a hard question. It's so early. I have two songs out, Dot. Like, I have two songs out. Yeah, I haven't even thought that far ahead. Ask me after the project and then I'll have an actual answer. Okay. How about, is there any very independent artist that not a lot of people know about that you really vibe with that Ooh, okay. you would want um, I like to let us know about. So we'll Choker. say that, that Choker's really good. He's really indie, like R&B vibes. Choker. Yeah, some of my, just like people that I know who are killing it on TikTok as well, like yeah, plug Dempsey em. Ho, plug em in. Blue to it. Tiger, um, Claire Rosencrantz, all those guys, Curtis Waters, all those guys are just killing it in their own way. Salem, who else am I missing? Jack Kays. All of them are killing it in their own way in different genres. So it's like, I would love to go on tour with any of those guys. <clears throat> Don't pick. We'll just make it a festival. You'll produce it. We'll call it High Tide. T-A. Genius. High Tide. He's going to bring on all that the would basically stars just be that TikTok. Just about. Yeah, this is just TikTok. <laughs> Whatever. If TikTok holds a concert, that shit would be so fire. Blows my mind how fast TikTok has disrupted so much. I mean, I feel like at... At this base level for artists, especially indie artists, it is totally taken the game out of the hands of like old crusty white people, dusty whatever, and just given it back to the artists. Give it, put music back in the hands of these artists. Yes, it's back in the hands of artists, but you you need a label if you're trying to be these this big global superstar. Um, just because labels are what makes a song be played in a random food shop in asia they will spread your music across the world if you're independent you really can't have those type of connections i mean at least not from what i've seen and like the conversations that i've had but in terms of like getting that jump start getting a first push tiktok is beautiful yeah. because it really gives you an audience right away maybe it's in your area and it's not worldwide but that can be a conversation later because right now a lot of tiktok artists are having conversations with leverage which never happens like i have this audience that i created that are are following me and i can basically barter that if people were want to you know purchase my masters masters or do anything with my music as an artist i can literally just use my tiktok audience yeah. and that's what addison ray does yo addison ray is getting fucking paid every single tiktok she's doing it's like money it's like money 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 and people are still kind of ignoring it so i feel like i just have to tell everyone <laughs> I don't, that's so interesting to me. So you're saying basically people still need labels because of their network, like overseas. Yeah, But exactly. it, now I almost feel like instead of trying to sell yourself and your talent and your vision and, and mm -hmm. your music to labels, I feel like labels are now having to sell themselves to talent. Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, which perfect. Is, yes, exactly. You, you're completely right. And also the terms of these deals are so different. It used to be like Megan Thee Stallion just went through a horrible label deal. I don't know the details of it, but there's yeah. definitely articles if you want to go read it. Um, but I just read the headline, Megan Thee Stallion, mad at her label or her um, production company, whatever it was. But now labels can't do that anymore just because of the just the sheer leverage. People on TikTok are signing multi-million dollar record deals. Mm -hmm. With the upper hand in these deals, do you think? Or yeah, hopefully they know what they're selling when they're signing those deals. But yeah, dude, it's crazy. Damn, I really need to get on my TikTok game. But Ty, where is the strangest place 
you've found success slash networked? Strangest place that I found success? Honestly, just like, is it weird for me to say TikTok? Because TikTok is the way no, that I've met everyone. Yeah. yeah. So basically what happened was I was on TikTok. I decided to sing a song in my car. When I sang the song in my car, it just immediately turned into this snowball effect of like people from the music industry coming and talking to me. And I just had to suss out who I thought was the best vibe. A lot of people came and I could tell that they were either too fresh for what I wanted or they were a little bit too, you know, creepy. But I picked the right team around me. Like I picked the right manager, business manager, lawyer, all the things that I needed in place to have this company that I was creating, which I didn't know I was at the time. It just worked perfectly because of TikTok. It wasn't that I met these people at like a, at a bar in LA, which you can't even do anymore. It yeah. was all through the internet, which is also really important. I couldn't have done this without the internet. When did you start posting TikToks? When did I start posting TikToks with my music? Cause I, I did weird shit before. Like I posted me going oh, yeah. to the gym every single day. Like I did. Oh God, you're one of those gym dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take yeah. your shirt off, Ty? Dude, I took my shirt off. No, in every, in Ty, a, a lot of I respected you so much. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was like, look at my body. It was like guys i'm going to the gym every single day for 30 days if you want to do this with me let's do it and like i did your that, yoga thing that yeah like doing? i'm doing yoga. i did challenges forever i've done i haven't we talked about it like i didn't eat for seven days i know we talked about it briefly but i'm still kind of shook by that whole situation basically it was random because i had just quit my job i think and then after i quit my job i was like all right i don't really want to do anything for like a month and in that month i was like i need to do something that i would never be able to do ever again with this time which is like not eat yeah i was gonna um, say so not eating is what came to mind yeah because my mom had done it before you know she she didn't eat for like i don't know like 14 or 15 days or something yeah. crazy well i've actually heard you can go 20 something days without eating but yeah. you can only go like four days without water yeah it's like three days without days. water and then something else with eating it's like months or not months it's like what 30 days or something i don't know um but yeah it's crazy because you still poop you still poop when you're not eating anything like what are you pooping? I don't know, regular solid shit. <laughs> no, there's literally. Have you ever guys have you guys fasted ever or no? Like by choice or circumstance? <laughs> by, by circumstance, because I'm moody when I don't eat. It's coming out right now. We know. <laughs> Moving on. Do you have a question for this man? I do. I really want to know how many times have you reinvented yourself or your brand and, uh -huh. or your name as an artist? Yeah. And why? Like, what's the journey like? Um, three times. So I started off. There's literally a video of me on YouTube singing on MTV and I'm singing this song with uh, my boy E-Money and it's called Perfect Match and we were on the show MTV, uh, what is it, Are You The One? Season six, if you guys want to watch it. We have a question about Are You The One, but I still want to hear about- Oh, the different interpretation. Yeah, so reinventing yourself. And after the season, I went to um, LA and so E-Money was also in LA. We made music for about like a year and a half, two years, and we had this whole project. It kind of, it had some steam from both of us having, you know, a little bit of MTV clout. Exposure. Like a little from, bit of, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but then after that, I was like, okay, I need to do my, and that project was called uh, E-Money and Tie, and then I wanted to do my own solo stuff. So I just went by my Instagram name at the time, which was, which Ty was? Tyler Semicolon, which is my name Tyler Colon. Well, you can say it Tyler Cologne as well. I don't know. After that, after Tyler Semicolon, um, that took maybe like nine songs. And then I took six months off and I sang in my car for an hour and a half every single day for uh, six months. And then after that, I recorded two songs. One was called Something to Cry About. Another one was called Stuck in the Middle. And then I released Stuck in the Middle and it just went crazy. So you made the jump from Tyler Semicolon to Ty. Yeah. People had called me Ty 
all the time. Like my friends call me Ty, my mom and dad call me Ty. And I just was like, okay, I'm going to add an I and make it sexy. And then I'm <laughs> going to, like, <laughs> and then I lived in Palos Verdes. So I just did uh, Verde. It's kind of like Rex Orange County. I think the same way people find their porn names, a pet name in like the street or city you grew up in. Wholesome. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly it. I had different interpretations. I was typing on Spotify, what hasn't been taken before. So now it's like the only T-A-I is Tayo Cruz and that's Dynamite 2012. I think I'm good. Yeah. You're fucking good. <laughs> Don't worry. But he's fire though. Dynamite is fire. Shout out Tayo Cruz. Hey, Ty. Mm. Are you the one TV show? Yes. So you're not with your perfect match anymore? No. Do you have a one that got away in your life? And is there a song about her yet? Oh, yeah. Stuck in the Middle is definitely that. Oh, it's about your ex. Yeah, no, for sure. Bro, imagine singing. I made a TikTok about this. Imagine singing Stuck in the Middle to someone that you're like dating. It's a really happy song. But if you haven't been through happy shit, it doesn't come off the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I was talking about like, oh, isn't it weird that we're like, don't know what we're doing right now? (laughs) And and she's like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it is. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, so... That didn't go over that well, but it's okay. Um, Are you the one stuff? None of the, anything that you saw on TV was not me being there because I was there for the money. This This is what happened. This was my situation. I left college. I dropped out of college after a year and a half. And then I was like, I need money because I don't want to work a real job. What's the easiest way to get money? Are you the ones giving away $50,000 if we win this uh, show? So I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try. And then I got on and we won the money. Oh, wait, Dan has a question. Oh, Dan. Would you have actually won $0 if you lost? If you Or like you guys wouldn't have won anything if you didn't win the show? Yeah, wouldn't have you won You get anything. zero. Yeah, zero. For money. all that time and all. Yeah, I was there for 50 days in a house and I could have won $0. Yeah, which is basically a big gamble but it worked out i used that money to 50 days yeah 50 days in the house i couldn't look at my phone i couldn't look at like text to call my family and you i know that's like live with like 20 oh yeah you did that i've been on a reality tv show (laughs) i'm I'm glad that we're bringing this up this was my i put this question in specifically to segue okay the fact that our dear raymond over here actually knows exactly what you're talking about because Mm. she was on a reality TV show. I sometimes forget I was even on it. I was 18 years old when I auditioned for that show. Actually, the final audition was my 18th birthday. Yeah, it was a wild experience, a little different from yours. Mine was a model competition show, but I made it to the finale. But no, it's not a big deal or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever. It, it feels like so long ago. I'm only 25, but like it's been seven years. Only 25, you're kind of pushing it. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I swear. To God. I'm kidding, guys. I'm 25 too. Relax. So basically, I just needed to go on the show, find my match. There had there was nothing in the rules that said you had to fall in love with this person. So I was like, okay, let's get it. Find this person and get this money, and we're gonna be out. So how did you know that this was the person that they thought was your or decided was your perfect match? Oh, I. It was so stupid. I was like, I go to school in Boston. This girl said she was Boston, and I, I was like, oh, I, I have no type, and she's like said the same thing, like, oh, I have no type. Why not just guess on this girl? And it worked. I was like, this is so easy. This is so easy. I think I guessed for like the third week. Wait, you went to school in Boston? Yeah, I went to Babson College. It's an entrepreneurship school. Yeah. Do you think you've used anything you learned in your year and a half? Um, I think that the one thing I learned going to college is that basically connections that I made there are important, but nothing in the classes. So I would say it's so I did go to college. I actually mm. not only did I go to college, I actually like fought tooth and nail to make sure I finished college. It's, it's 
a story for another time. But essentially, I found a lot of the value in college with the networking aspects gives you the people, you know, you're meeting people that are in your class from around the country, sometimes around the world. It gave me the opportunity to live on the other side of the world. So I do see the value in it. It's definitely not about learning how to do calculus or what have you. It's more about interpersonal, what you make of it. Yeah, I think everyone that wants to do a job, aka like a doctor, lawyer, definitely go to college. Also, if your parents are paying for it, go to college because why would you not? It's so much fun. Do it. But if you're about to go into debt, I don't know if that was for you, Chief. Go to community college for two years and then go take on debt. So that's how I did it. I went to JC for two years. I went Perfect. To, I went to JC's in a few different cities. And then when I really figured out what I wanted to do, what I when you first graduate, you like everything, you know? Yeah. When I think when I first went to college, I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. <laughs> Clearly not. The great thing was I had a lot of friends who went to the big school. So I socially went to Cal. Ooh, you know? so I, socially. So I got the whole frat, Greek life experience without the tuition. Ah. <laughs> so without the debt. Uh, and then I ended, up, I ended up finishing at LMU and through LMU, I got to do this great semester at Oxford, but I only paid for two years of that you know, as opposed so to four to five because I did JC first. Yeah. Basically, I don't agree with the whole, you don't need college or anything because in some ways you do and it is so much fun. And if you can afford to do it and if you are smart about it, then yeah, it's a uh, hell yeah, it's definitely not a one size fits all type of decision or thing. Exactly, because all these kids are different. Like Ray was a kid that wasn't paying attention in preschool. She was just running around with her. Oh, like, Ray went to the school head. of life. She yeah, went to the school of hard knocks. Hey, let me put I it this attacked. way. Let me put it this way. I went to college. I went to some pretty good colleges, and Ray has the better apartment than oh, I do. So love that. I'll just I'll hmm. say that. <laughs> Ray flex. Okay. She's Ray. two years younger, and she's got a way doper spot. So, but you do have the better hair. Is this a compliment battle? No, but this is another question for you, sir. <clears throat> so we know you quit your job prior to blowing up on TikTok. Quit your job on TikTok, actually. But what would a nine to five be for Ty Verdes if music doesn't work out? Since, my guy, you were clearly not passing any drug tests. <laughs> I mean, I don't really... Even though I do have a song called Drugs, I don't do drugs that much. I mean, I do smoke yeah, a little weed here not, and there. Yeah, just not hard ones. Just, just not ones hard ones. Just ones that change my mind up. up. Exactly. Right. Okay. I had no choice. Like, I literally have no choice. If I want to be not a homeless person, I have to figure out an artsy job. Because I just, not artsy, but like, I tried it. I worked at a marketing agency for a month. I worked at uh, retail for a month. I worked in selling like as a salesperson for a month. That's a lot of different aspects. And I was not happy at all of them. And I think that a lot of people can say that they're not happy, but they still go to work. I was depressed. Like, I think that the, the only reason why people are connecting with my music is because I really felt like a deep anguish being at the place that I was and having that sort of like uncertainty and like unhappiness just kind of came out in my music into in this like really like vulnerable truth because I'm just saying how I feel I think that's actually a really good point to make so you don't have any room for this not to work out and that's oh, how yeah. you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing because I suppose if you did have an answer for well, well if music didn't work out I'd probably you know go into law or like you know I, I love photography you know mm. but I suppose the fact that you're saying there is no other option is like entertainment it's not just like music for me even though it is music is a big part like i couldn't do anything else besides entertainment in some way like if i made it as an actor I, i'd be fine if i made it as um just something that i don't sit at a desk i couldn't do it i have another question go ahead i think we already know what the answer is but what is your favorite drug what is my favorite drug i mean weed really isn't a drug i think i just like 
kind of alluded to that in my song, but weed is not as scary as some people like to think. Like when I first, well, I thought it was super scary when I went to college. I, I was like super insecure when people were passing weed because I was like didn't know the amount that I was supposed to take yeah. or didn't know what I was actually smoking. I always thought everything was going to be laced and I would die. And then once I did kind of like venture into like trying different types of stuff, it wasn't as bad and I don't do it all the time. But when yeah. I do do it, it's always a like, pretty good experience. Maybe yeah. there's like tiny bits of bad, but that's with everything that you do. I guess everything. bike riding is bad. Sometimes you have to go up a hill. That shit sucks. Have you tried to go up a hill on that a bike? That shit sucks. Like, the <laughs> fuck? I love it. Smoking weed. Just like riding a bike. Well, let's take the training wheels off of that answer and have you actually answer the question, Ty. What's your favorite drug drug? Drug? Okay, so I haven't done, I really haven't done a lot of hard drugs at all. I've done shrooms. Oh my God. But you know who else does shrooms? Harry Styles. So. Yo, team shrooms. There's actually plenty of therapists who will prescribe shrooms. Using it to treat depression, like microdosing, and also to treat and break addictions because the science and chemical compounds behind what makes magic mushrooms magic also has this magic effect on the brain and like the way your neurons talk to each other and yada yada blah 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 it's all quite fascinating stuff so i highly endorse and recommend it to anybody who's either trying to get through something dark in their life or just wants a amazing spiritual experience so yeah raymond what's your favorite drug i actually don't think i know this <clears throat> I don't do drugs. The FBI <laughs> agent in your phone is listening so hard right now. Yeah, they're all perking strong, up like, what? Uh, what strong say? coffee. I like strong coffee. Brianna. What's your favorite drug? People. Really thought you were going to say me. Guys, what this got fun? so artsy. This, I thought this was going to be exciting. So this is, I just love discovering new things no, about them. It's honestly, addicting. you know why? Because a per no, nothing can make you feel better than the right person, but then there's also no worse come down. Oh, so, look at her. She's even oh, more artsy. Yeah. College. College. <laughs> Did I order a pizza? Let's ask the vegan in the room, Ty. So the thing is, I kind of already ordered a pizza, but I got it without cheese or meat because I pretend I'm vegan when I eat pizza. So moving on. Ty, mm -hmm. what do you think one needs to be successful in LA? Just like resilience, probably, because you're going to hear no so many times. Like for me... I gave a time limit to myself. It was like, if I'm 35 and nothing has said yes at that point, then I, I probably was going to pack it in just because I think that was my good try of being successful, but really having resilience and really trying while you're in your try, like, oh, I'm going to spend this much time trying to do this thing and not giving up even if you hear no, because I heard no from every um, American Idol judge that wasn't even a judge like producer I heard no from um, the X Factor people like really? five times yeah oh my gosh I didn't even get to the finals of like not even the final like when you get on the show it's the sixth round of you auditioning I would get a no from like the first producer that you stand in line in all day it was like my yearly thing I would go <laughs> like, oh it's rejection season yeah, yeah. it's rejection season i go season. and sing a song that i wrote and i fucking they'd say no or they wouldn't call my name and i'd be like fuck is it not good what am i missing right now but Looking that's what it. i mean that's so crazy about tiktok is i feel like it's taken the industry out of the hands of the producers mm. and given it to the talent true because before you had producers telling you no and now you have talent telling producers and agencies no here's the thing producers were finding the audience of america's got talent mm -hmm. tiktok finds the audience of the actual artist. So it's great. 
that's why the artists are blowing up because they're finding the audience for them. Like anything, your podcast, you're going to be able to find the audience who wants to talk. I mean, who wants to listen to two girls talk to whatever guest and they're going to love your personality and then you're just going to have a, a, a nice podcast just put on TikTok. Yeah, I actually really love the idea of posting videos and clips from our podcast onto TikTok and I shall learn how to do that. But Ty, who do you think is the most valuable person in your life right now? valuable as in monetary or valuable as in like Both. emotionally monetary um valuable relationship probably my manager is just great he's a great guy and he's like really opening doors for me emotionally my producer adam is just great to talk to in terms of knowing things that i would never even think about and just because he's, he's done it he was actually a, an artist and then he stopped it because he didn't like being an artist anymore he just wanted to produce he's really good with melodies and just being open to collaboration a lot of producers would be like if you had an idea of what a song is supposed to do and you were so strong about it that you didn't want to hear anyone else's opinion it's hard to make music with a person like that but with someone who's super open to being like okay let's try it see what happens that's how you make the best type of music with drugs we wrote that shit in like two hours dog it was great you know what's really interesting is i asked you what the most viable relationship in your life was right now and when you said emotionally you connected that to your producer because of what Mm -hmm. he does for your art which is to me saying that to you your emotional health is your music yes but it's also super fucking stressful like with this new song i'm just stressing out so the hard. one that you're about to drop yeah bad bad news is Ooh. so crazy can, we, uh, <clears throat> can we hear a little a little like a acapella? Little. <laughs> what's the next question okay fair enough um have you ty hit a rock bottom in this journey yet Oh, I've had multiple rock bottoms. You know, I've, I think that, I mean, I had rock bottoms every single time I went to work. Also, just like having zero money is yeah. hard. I've had zero money before and I've also had no job prospects and I've also had nothing going for me. And that is absolutely rock bottom. And just to be in like going back to that, you know, spending time in L.A. situation is like, can you do that? Like, can you make the oh man, I forgot a, another thing for LA. It's like the financial decisions that you need to make to live in LA. Like I lived in um, a living room for like four years. So living in a living room so I could spend for that. four years? Yeah, hell yeah, dog. It's a long time. I needed to stretch that 50K. I wanted to find out what I needed to do. Like I, this is not a mess And stretch those thing. legs, my guy. Like yeah. you're so <laughs> tall. What the fuck? It was, a, it was uncomfortable. Also bringing girls back to a living room is... Not the coolest thing in the I'm world. I'm sorry, did you... Four years? Yes, four years. But you were still getting laid, so I have to knuckle you there. <laughs> <laughs> I have mad respect. You were still getting laid and bring girls to the living room, yeah? I was in a relationship. It. I was in a relationship. But four years is a long time, um, and I finally got out of that situation, so I'm super happy. Would you consider yourself to be a relationship guy, or are you... My whole thing... <laughs> Is that I don't think a guy should be in a relationship at all unless he's financially stable. Like Ooh. literally. Interesting. Ninety percent of relationships don't work under thirty. It's like ninety percent of people break up. You think that has to do with being financially? Hundred percent. Hell yeah. Stable? Hell yeah. Oh my god. Have you ever been to a, a date with a guy and he's like, oh yeah, sure I'll get this, and he's under thirty? He's like fuck man i can't eat the same like i was going to next week that's what i was feeling and i was like lying the entire time also i'm such a better person to date now because i have a car i have like a a wall that i can take us to i have a room like i can go to i can go to places sold (laughs) (laughs) Sold. yeah dude like 
I just have so many more options. Like I can be more, I have the option to be more generous, you know? And if I yeah. didn't have the, like, if you have the option to be generous and you're not, that's a different situation. But like, I think guys, when they get money, they'd be more generous with their girls in general, if you like them. I guess that's interesting. I mean, obviously we're women, so we don't see it from the other side. Of I also live in a living room. So like, just <laughs> right. make sure your guy doesn't live in the living room and then you're good. Have you ever lived in a car? No, I haven't lived in a car. I did. How was that? Super comfy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, It's a long story, and I'm sure one of these episodes I'll get into it, but there was a situation that happened which left me homeless for a couple weeks, and I had to sleep in the back of my Honda Civic. Where'd you get gas? Oh, you know, I was a regular at the Shell station around the corner for me. It's actually not a lie. I was a regular there. Um, but basically I had my car parked in a parking garage that I had a space in. So I slept there every night until I was no longer homeless. And I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell family or friends. It it was a situation I wanted to get myself out of and I'm glad I did it that way. But you know, basically I'd wake up in the morning, wait for my gym to open up at 9am, take a shower. And I gotta say, they really had fantastic shampoo. But that's strong coffee. That is what I'm saying. And look at you now. Look at the building yeah, you live in we're now. we're recording in my own studio apartment in, a in downtown. In a very nice Why building. did you pull out your phone sex voice when you started saying Because that? Ray gets awkward when she has to talk about anything serious. But both of you prove this point. I have that. I think LA is for lovers, losers, and the last fucking man standing. I'm from California. You guys are not. So when I say that, I am from California. Are you? You said Chicago. I know nothing about you. You said do your research. I lived in uh, Palos Verdes for uh, nine years. Wait, where are you actually from? I was born in Torrance, California. Torrance. I lived in Hawthorne. Wow. We were neighbors. I mean, I was there for a year, and then I left and lived in Oregon for four years, and then I lived in Chicago for six years. Moved back to LA for like nine years, then went to new hampshire for a year because i played prep basketball i played with donovan mitchell he's in the nba right now shut up no way yeah and then i went to boston and then moved back to la so i've been around anyways tell you thing about california because i agree with you she can't agree with us though yeah well, i think it's really because <laughs> i'm from miami the better Sorry. city excuse you before you before you go super highly on us i'm trying to give you a compliment oh saying, compliment battle part three we californians are raised with the really astronomical high fucking price of rent as our bare minimum standard so i think we're more prepared to kind of stick it out or at least make other choices in our lives to prepare us to be able to afford uh to make it here or at least have time to prepare our mind for knowing what we'll have to do to make it here but if you're moving here from the east coast the midwest or the south and you know people move here with stars in their eyes and the reality is it's usually one month to four years of living in a living room or living out your car but this is also why people be loving themselves an artist because nobody knows how to love like an artist and they're hella passionate because in order to be successful in your craft you have to love it more than anything you have to love it more than a bed you have to love it more than food off the table you have to love it more than security than walls because that's the price you pay a lot of times to make it and that's why a lot of people don't and it is really hard and it takes a very strong type of person to survive off of passion alone for a long for a long time. So I bow down and respect both of you. I think a lot of it also is not just passion, but just like humility. Like 
having those people who did go out of college and get their first job and they're making like, I don't know, six figures out of college, low six figures. I went to uh, entrepreneurship school and all those kids were put in positions to where they were making good money to where they could have a good place. And it was inter- It was like having the humility to be like, you know what? I wouldn't want to do that anyway. Like if I, I wouldn't want to live in that place that you have that's so nice if I had to go to that job every day. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? And just like being self-aware about what you want to do with your life is like really important. And having the humility to go through the motion, like you don't even have to dedicate yourself. Just go through the motions until you have the steam to keep going forward. You know what I'm saying? I think you really live your life during the uncomfortable years. Oh, I think yeah, the, your life yeah. happens when you don't know how you're gonna make tomorrow happen. Yes. Sorry, I just need more wine. <laughs> to the listeners, he, she just pointed at the wine glass. Hey, don't do Dan did, like yeah, that. What am, what am I, Dan, I'm gonna formally apologize for, right. for Ray. Right. On that note, what is the worst advice someone's giving you regarding your career? Worst advice? Oh, worst advice. <sighs> That's a good one. When people ask me to sing other people's songs, that is the worst advice. Oh, of all like, time. like you covers. should cover this song if to you're, get you exposure. Exactly. Okay. Like people were like, you should sing Driver's License. And I was like, I should never fucking do that ever because that's her song and she should sing it. I think that artists should sing their own songs. Huh. I would have thought you'd want to cover fan favorites to help you get exposure and pull in those audiences already that love the song, but then have them love your version. Explain. I guess it's like an it's a short play, right? You already know people like the song, so you just sing it well, and they're like, oh yeah, it's a given. But on a long-term perspective, you're not gonna create any fan like that. Yeah, I think that you should sing your own song. Though. Like, especially if you're trying to be an artist, sing your own song in the beginning, and then once you have a fan base, sing someone else's song, yeah. you know? I have a question, Ty. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what keeps you caffeinated? Other people. So like listening to other like people's me? thoughts. No, definitely not okay. you. The opposite of you. <laughs> Can't wait to like hang out with you later. <laughs> Basically just figuring out what are key phrases that people are like latch on to when they talk to me in conversation and just use them in songs, like use them as whole emotions. Like the reason I wrote drugs was because my producer was talking to me about a story about how he left his parents' house and walked to CVS while he was smoking weed because he didn't want his parents to know that he smoked weed. And then I was like, yo, what if you just tell him sometimes you do drugs? And then that was the song. Can I be honest? I'm really hoping like (laughs) (laughs) something I said is like a song. (laughs) what also the pizza's here so perfect perfect timing because that is the last of our questions unless ty do you have any questions for us um i was gonna say who else do you have planned that you're gonna put on the podcast you'll just have to listen to find out all right last words signing off yeah let's sign off. off hey ty ty can you do us the honors and end this podcast for us all right well if anyone has ever listened to anything that i've said I want the the one thing that you take away from this to be is just think about what you want and do it. Don't think about anything that you don't want. Don't think about anything that you kind of like. If you like it, do that thing and then try to make money off of it. And then your life will be so much more fun and you'll like every step of it of the way. You know, the process is what you should be searching for. And also strong coffee or whatever. I think I just peed myself a little bit from excitement. Thank you, Ty, for being on this episode of Strong Coffee. And thank all of you guys for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Strong Coffee Club. And please subscribe to our podcast. We release new episodes 
every Monday morning so you get to start your week off with a great fucking fantastic start. So until then, stay sexy, drink lots of coffee, and we'll see you next Monday, baby. Tata, mi amor.